Yo, it's the Rap Radar Podcast. My name is B-Dot. Elliot Wilson. Yeah, Elliot, we had a good day at the office last week with Hit Boy and his dad. Big hit, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. The Hollis, I call him the Hollis crew, man. Chauncey Hollis Sr. <laughs> Jr., man. <laughs> you might have to trademark that. <laughs> the Hollis crew, man. They do the Hollis crew, man, for the West. Word up. On the West-West, man. Now, I love I've I've interviewed Hit Boy so many times, man. It was good to finally um, interview him with you. Mm-hmm. Have him get the, the honor of being a guest on the Rap Radar Podcast, you know, the prestigious platform that we have so yeah he told some good stories man i like the thing about you broke it you know beat out with his research you broke the whole thing about um ebay why he put the song <laughs> on ebay to get the rights to it which is crazy He's right. about how crazy a foul the publishing business is <laughs> you know that's why he put the song on ebay and then the thing about um the beyonce album the justice for thick he didn't know and he didn't know nothing about it which surprised me because hip boy usually stays informed about a lot of things Right, you know, I guess the guy's busy, but I also like the fact that he talked about coming out with Nas, performing at Madison Square Garden, and giving his thoughts on the state of sampling right now, because that seems to be a hot topic. Yeah, you got Wado stirred that up, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wado. Word up. Wado stirred up. And Big Hit, man, he got a free kid. Big Hit, man, did his big, came home, man, he's sitting the ground running, man. It's a good OG putting that work in, man. You got to respect it, man. And I think it's really the first true, like, father-son combination really you know think about it it's like this is real life man it's not it's not Birdman and and, uh, Lil Wayne back in the day this is a real father (laughs) real son you know what I'm saying the real deal so I think it's wonderful to watch man real DNA real blood man real blood man speaking of blood man this this guy Drake's catching a lot of shots out here on the internet man with this album man we gotta talk about it man I gotta get your take on this man I gotta know am I bugging because look I understand I've had my issues with Drake as the people know uh, it seems like he's picking. He's picked other targets recently, which I appreciate. He's, he's taking away, taking the weight <laughs> off me. <laughs> I feel like you know, behind the scenes, we've had some pleasant exchanges. We're getting back to a better place. So I just want to preface that by my opinion is not based on this. I'm giving my objective opinion. I like this album, and I don't know why everybody hates it as much as they do. I'm anxious to hear what you have to say about it. Um, but I like the album. I think it's obviously has its faults. It's another very long Drake album. It's like, you know, it's so funny. I saw this one kid on um, Complex was saying like, it's 23 songs, but it feels like 40. And I understand what he meant because, you know, now we do a lot of beat switches on songs and different uh-huh. arrangements uh-huh. and stuff and then the interlude. So it is a very long listen. But I think that at its core, what I like about it is that I think Drake got back into the R&B bag and, you know, songs like Drew Picasso and Fear Heights and those kind of records. Um, Bahamas, Bahamas, Bahamas prom, promises. I can't say it. Bahamas promises. Eh? Try our best. Like I like those joints. I felt like he hadn't tapped into that R and B lane and delivery content to that level in a while. Um, but I could understand people being like, "There's not enough bars on there, right?" I know you like Drake when he spits. Pause. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm just not hating the album as much as everybody is. I was really surprised about how much the internet has become a, a thing to really like be against this album. I think he has like the lowest Metacritic score uh, of the year. So, the floor is yours, B-Dot. Tell me, am I bugging it? I like this album. Is, am, I, am I bugging, B-Dot? I like this album. Yeah, I think I'm at the call raid on you, Elliot, because I think you're bugging, man. Um, uh, not you, too, B-Dot. Yeah. yeah too, B-Dot. Yeah, I, I, I don't like it, you know? Um, like I said on Twitter, it's all Kevin Durant's fault. He's the reason behind <laughs> all this calamity. Oh, my God. Shout out to the boardroom, man. Shout out Rich Climate. It's KD's fault. You put it on KD's jacket? You put it on KD's jacket? No, I'm taking it off, man. I'm taking it off. But, um, you know, he's the A&R for it. But, you know, off bat, I think, it, like you said, it was too long. Um, I think 23 tracks is kind of like a daunting listen in today's world. 
to me after like 13 songs, it starts to feel like homework a little bit. And then um, also, you know, Drake usually sets the tone with his intros. Yeah. And I think those are often like the, the hallmarks of his albums. So like, there's no Over My Dead Body. Mm. There's no Tuscan Leather, Survival, mm. uh, Legend, and shit. even Champagne Poetry this time around. So that kind of like was a little bit dismaying. You, well, you saw Virginia Beach, we saw Virginia Beach. You thought it was going to bar, bar him up, bar push it up, bar everybody up? No, I just thought it was going to be one of those, you know, signature, you know, openings. And it just wasn't that. Yeah. And sonically, to me, none of the beats really grabbed me by the collar. Um, yeah. I liked 8 a.m. in Charlotte, produced by uh, the conductor. Um, conductor. Rich, Baby, Rich Baby Daddy, you know, it has that Atlanta, Miami bass feel, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of popular right now. Uh, first person shooter with J. Cole. I think it was a great standout, great beat. Um, Boy Wonder was on a uh, production with that. So that's really about it. Then also, like, lyrically, I feel like some of the similes and metaphors missed the mark. Right. The lines don't feel as clever and as quibble as in the past. I mean, at the sound okay. of uh, uh, being a nitpicker, um, like, he has lines like, um, I know you're a cat, but you you can your pussy do the dog. I stay with the O like a bagel. Um, I'm thinking about more cake than a funnel. Like, there's a lot of lines. I'm just like, oh, come on, Drake, you could do better than this. I saw them get on with the Czech- Czechoslovakian line or something like that. So it was yeah, like about um, that one. <laughs> or seventy nine, sixty nine, Santana. He said it got you out here moving waist like a belt. Like, I think Drake's a little bit better than that. Um, but you know, just at the end of the day, hey. the expectations of a global superstar are, like really high. Yeah, and with him, it's tenfold. And um, you know, he's already in Cooperstown. He mm-hmm. has his gold jacket. But I feel like the frustration lies in the fact that he's capable of delivering um, rap at the highest level. And we're disappointed when the output doesn't reflect those abilities. I mean, what's your take on how this feel like with the content wise, Drake's like catering too much to a younger demo, right? Like he's cool with Yachty now. Like, do you think that he's catering too much to the younger crowd to try to stay, you know, at the at the forefront of the culture? Uh, I disagree. I think it's a misconception. Like Yachty is a grown man. <laughs> like he's, <laughs> he's not some high school teenager, you know, running around like he's an adult. And at the end of the day, like Drake is his own orbit. You know, if this guy sneezes without covering his mouth, is making headlines. Everyone's going to be interested. So it's like I don't. I think that's just a misconception. I don't think Drake has to be that mealable and and necessarily collaborate with a Yeet or a Yachty or Sexy Red to you know stay relevant or to keep the sound. Because Drake came into the game creating a sound. You know, on yeah. the back of like eight oh eights and heartbreaks. So I don't think that. Um, I think I think that's just a misconception. Well, I do I do think that production wise, like like you said, uh, maybe be the sound for you. But a lot of that sounds like a lot of the current like Binks kind of like this producer bigger than his Binks, like a kind of that jittery kind of like it's not really drill, but like a different kind of sound. I feel like he did a good job of at times of morphing that with forties touches on it, like the filtering that they do in their their sonics and their music. So I feel like to somewhat yeah, I think the difference between this guy is that he still wants to be on top of the rap game. I mean, there's a difference of it. Like if he really did. Please the hip hop crowd and say, you know what? I'm just gonna bar it up. I'm gonna give you timestamp type records and give you 12 songs of that. Like I don't know if that record does 450,000 first week. I think that record might do 200,000 first week, but I don't think it's gonna be like he's still number one. And I think this gets important for this guy still to like he told us in the rap radio interview many years back to show his versatility that he could he could please all these different audiences and he wants to maintain that number one position. So when I see all this stuff about he should mature and change his content or he. You know, I think he's very calculated. I think he's also very stubborn. So the more people are telling him he should do that, he's telling his truth, which is he's still talking about dealing with females and the ups and downs of that. And 
you know, he's telling his truth. I think from artists, all I want you to do is tell me your truth. And if that's how he's really living, you know, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I think a lot of people that are having those um, criticisms don't really listen to the music because Drake gives that, you know, he's been giving that throughout his career. I mean, I could cite a song like March 14th when he's talking about fatherhood with his son or his relationship with his mother on Sandra's Rose or growing up in Toronto, you and the six. Like he has those moments littered throughout, you know, his entire catalog. Um, but I don't think Drake has to, you know, necessarily, like I said, bend to um, whatever is a, a, a prominent sound right now, because let's be honest, like the record everyone's talking about is first person shoot with him and J. Cole. Ooh, and that was Cole. Those are the those. That's the record that, you know, everyone is barring each other up. So I don't know. What do you, what do you think of Cole going on there, barring him up, barring him up on his own joint? Man, Cole, Jermaine. That's what Jermaine, that's what he does, man. Like Jermaine is a rapper's rapper. Like he's, his powers are increasing. And, you know, I love to see it. I'm looking forward to his um, next album, The Fall Off, because, you know, I love The Fall Off, um, the off season. So I'm, I'm interested to see what he's going to deliver. Yeah, I think that big free dynamic is still so interesting. I feel like even with, when, you know, Drake digs up Cole or allows Cole to like, you know, shine on his platform and always bigs him up, brings him out of shows. It's, it to me always feels like it's a, a competitive stance against Kendrick, like a little dig of, of the big three. Like they're like he's on they're on one side and dudes on the other side. Like, you know, you got some song on the album about he says, uh, make a Michelle Obama's playlist or something like that. I felt like that was a jab at K Dot. Like it's the big three, man. It's it's the dynamic we can't escape, right? Yeah, I love that. You know, it's like Cole isn't oblivious to what the the chatter is online and offline. You know, those guys are the three-headed monster. And it's been that way for a long time. But it's also a competitive nature that Cole has. He comes from the school of cannabis and Jay-Z and those guys, you know, so and Nas. So, yeah, of course, he's he wants to be the best. I think they all all three of them want to. So you think Drake should take Drake saying he's taking a break finally, man. He's been he's been giving us a lot of output the last even in the 2020s. I think he's giving us, what, like four projects and stuff. He said he's finally going to take a little break. I don't know if I believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he can easily get pulled back in. He's a monster. He's a cerebral assassin. But if he says he's going to take a break, but I seem really excited about the idea that he takes a break. What do you think about him taking a break? You know, I like the idea of a break. You know, sometimes, you know, you have to go away to make people miss you. And at the end of the day, whether I like the album or not, you know, it's a blessing that Drake has been able to share his talent with us for the last, what, you know, 13 years. Yeah. So I think sometimes, you know, you just need to recharge, reset and, you know, regroup and, you know, find some new sounds. And maybe you and I could send them some beats that we think are cool. <laughs> so that's, you, that's what you like to do, B. I know you be out here, man, placing the beats, man. That's you. That's your job, man. That's how you be getting down, man. You know, and um, we'll see when he, you know, when he comes back and what he has to offer. So, well, we have the salute to Drake, man. What we have to offer is very special, very unique for this episode because B Dot came up with this idea. And at first, I'll be honest with you, hip hop audience, I did not know who he was talking about. He's like, "Yo, Al, <laughs> what do you think about doing Geechee Gotti?" And I'm like, "Ooh, Geechee Gotti, ooh, <laughs> yeah, Geechee Gotti, every effing bar, man. He's he's, <laughs> he's like to me the face of battle rap right now. He's just coming off that." crazy battle was easy to block captain on Remy Ma's platform Chrome 23 yep and um, he's heating up the timeline yo yeah no he's interested man I did my research after you mentioned him and I obviously knew about the controversy he, he had caused with the Remy Ma thing and you know and everybody was talking about it it's like one of those battles that kind of really hit the overall landscape of the culture it got out of that bubble and really made an impact and I did my research man I was going back watching some of his battles and just getting to know him and it just made me understand that like Obviously, you know, it's lyricism, right? It's bars, and we respect uh -huh. that. If you love hip-hop, you love, 
you love bars, but the whole psychology around battle rap and, you know, the ability and how they function and, you know, the interesting things he told us about. Like, I had a lot of novice questions about it. I thought he was a very interesting interview and the way to understand his approach to battle rap and how he how he deals with it and how he became so good in it and how he came up with the ranks of it. You know, this is a brother from Compton, California. You know, it's a yep. very interesting story, man. I, I learned a lot myself. So, you know, they may clown me and say, Elliot's like a little novice out there asking these questions, man, but it was it was fascinating to me to kind of get into the mind of somebody that does that for a living and become successful at it. No, that's I think that's a great approach. You know, you always have to approach things with like a childlike na- nativity. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that, you know, battle rap has evolved. I've I've kind of fell off from it, you know, from the early days of the DVD era. And yeah, um, shout, shout out to Smack, man. Shout out to Smack, right? Absolutely. Shout out to Smack. But I think it's dope how you know, things have evolved and have grown since then. Like the money's different now. Guys are making like private practice money doing these battles. (laughs) (laughs) You said private practice money? (laughs) Yeah, man. Hey, man. Battle rap, baby. And and, and at the end of the day, Geechee is one of those guys doing it. So, you know, I'm going to have a great conversation and see what he has to say. Absolutely, man. We switched the style up on you, but I think it's, it's on the same level of the quality that we always deliver, man. Very excited to talk to this young man, Mr. Geechee Gotti. Yes, sir. The Rap Radar Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Rap Radar Podcast, Elliot Wilson. My name is B-Dot. B-Dot, what's up, baby? I got my game face on today, Elliot. Don't, you can't battle this man, though, man. <laughs> He's going to eat you alive, man. You know what I'm saying? We don't even cover battle rap. Facts. But this man is the man of the hour in hip-hop. Wanted to have you, man. Geechee Gotti. Geechee Gotti. What's up, brother, bro? Appreciate Every battle rapper is hating right now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Ain't no battle rapper ever been on the rap right oh, up oh, podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, man, the first one. Okay, yes, let's sir. do it. Yeah, we got to do it right then. But you're like the hottest name in battle rap right now, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So far, you've had like 11 battles this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and that's life for me because really? I usually be having like 20. Like, wow. You know what I'm saying? For real. So this is like a light year as far as like in my career because like I usually I kind of battled everybody mm-hmm. so like this year kind of me more giving shots and giving opportunities you know what I'm saying I've still got a few maybe one or two big battles that people that I haven't battled but for the most part I've battled like every name in the business you know what I'm saying for real so what clicked this year even before the easy to block uh, battle like <sighs> what do you think it is about this year that's made it so special that made it so career? special for me I think it was just one of those years where it was like uh, like I say I've already battled everybody so more so people were kind of like what else is what else is there for him to do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like he's already done other one battle of the year three times uh i've been in like main stage battles probably more than anybody like in my generation of it and battled all the top names so i think this year just for them to see me kind of scale back and like give shots like a lot of the newer battlers that i've battled has been like going to their hometown or mm. going to their home league, you know what I'm saying? And not just necessarily being on all the big platforms. Like I went to a lot of local leagues and, you mm. know, gave shots out. So I think a lot of people respected that. It tends to be a lot of overlap, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for real. But you're fresh from Toronto, which was historic for you, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's not easy to get into that country. <laughs> nah, it's not, man. It's not. That was that was my first time ever even leaving the country as an adult, you know? And then wow. uh, being a felon, you know, it definitely can't get into there, but uh, Organic, who's the owner of uh, King of the Dot, which is the league I battled on, uh, King of the Dot, the number one league out there in Canada. They pulled some strings. I won't even say pulled no strings, but they, you know, they they went through the proper channels of what it took to kind of uh, get me over there. Got me a thing called a TRP, which is like a temporary uh, resident permit or something like mm. that, to where I can go over there, 
come for work, mm-hmm. basically, you know, let them know, like, yo, this dude not coming over here to rob nobody, yeah. not coming over here for no nonsense. <laughs> He's actually coming over here for business and work, and they allowed it to happen. And then uh, I'm, I'm actually, at the moment, able to go for, like, up to a year. Mm, but they're okay. trying to get it to where it'll be, like, permanent to where, you know, they can make it to where I don't even have those restrictions anymore, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of a lot of fans over there that I didn't even know I had until I went over there. So I read it was, it was really expensive, was, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15, no, it was, yeah, for real. Yeah, I saw it, uh, it cost like $15,000. Yeah, just to get the paperwork sent through, yeah, 15000 yeah, Lawyer fees. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then they still had to pay me, so shout out to the guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, what was the battle like? Because I know you also shouted out a fallen friend of yours. Yes, from, yes. Yeah. Uh, the battle was against a guy named Hollahan who was a good friend of Pat Stay, rest in peace. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he passed away. He was a big, big icon in battle rap, mm-hmm. but is also from Canada. So he passed away. He was a good friend of mine. I'm not as good as a friend of him as the guy I battled, though. The guy I battled, mm-hmm. they grew up together. They mm-hmm. knew each other. So for me, it was like I'm getting to battle Hollahan. It's kind of like battling Pat Stay because I, didn't, I was who I was scheduled to battle before mm-hmm. he passed away. Didn't get a chance to do that. Mm-hmm. So I made it my business to like use my third round to get more of a tribute because we tear each other down the whole battle, calling each other names, all this (laughs) nonsense, you know what I'm saying? But it's like we actually lost somebody that we all care about, even me and my opponent and the league that I'm on. So I'm like, let me make sure that I'm here. I mean, his wife is there, his brother is there. Like, let me give a tribute instead of just being all negative the whole round. And they loved it, you know. They they gave me a good reception. found another way to win. You know, like... (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean? In a sense, though, seriously, though, because like I said, like even in the tribute, it was more so of me just leaving a piece out there because his family will be able to see that mm. years later. You know, you can always yeah. say as people usually when you, especially in battle rap, usually when you die or we, we in celebrities, anything, we kind of use it to make a bar out of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like a like a, a Tupac bar to be like, a, yeah, Tupac, you get the ball here, mm-hmm. you die like Biggie. Like we don't really never kind of pay homage. Like we kind of use it to say something disrespectful in a sense, you know? So I didn't want to do that. Like I say, he was a friend of mine and he's a big part of the culture. So I wanted to use that to like give a real tribute. Canada loved it. The family loved it. So like I was good with that, man. What was the crowd like out there in Canada? Man, it was dope. Like, I ain't gonna lie, probably one of the best crowds I ever battled in front of. Wow. Like, they was receptive to every bar. They was they was really, like, uh, what's the word, participating. You know, mm-hmm. some some mm-hmm. some places when you go, especially I'm battling somebody from their home, like you've seen in an easy battle, usually when you go to where somebody's from, it take a while for the crowd to want to give it to you because mm-hmm. they're going for the home God. Gotcha. But Canada, like I say, like, they were so static that I would be able to go there because they've heard for years, like, Geechee would uh, never be able to make it here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So by me being there, it was just like, oh, man, I, I'm going to give it up for you. Like, we don't know yeah. if you're going to get to come back. So they they showed love. That was probably one of the best crowds I ever battled in front of. Shout out Toronto, for real, for real. Word. Who do you think has been your toughest opponent this year so far? Mm, man. That bad news Bad news was, was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say that bad news, man. And then, like I say, like another shot that I was given going to his home league. He battles on bullpen. He's one of the faces of that league with John John out of Atlanta. He's from the South. I had to go to his backyard and do that. Uh, it's another news out of Philly. Mm, I had yeah. to battle him in Philly, in the streets of so Philly. So you like that? You like the role warrior? I like to do that. That's my thing. You know what I'm saying? So those would be two of my <laughs> matches that I would say was real tough this year as far as like going to somebody's backyard and having to like, you know, snatch the respect. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. what's the key to this, man? It's it's art form, and it's I don't think it gets the full credit. Like yeah, uh, like you, you're about to battle this guy. How do you go about okay. preparing for like? Can you okay. take us into the process of how you yeah. prepare? Yeah. So uh, I mean, this is I'm, I'm I'm gonna be honest, man. Like this is the most draining, toxic, energy like <laughs> sports you can be in part of. Like this is like boxing. Like it take a lot out of you to do this. Like yeah. because like you say, say I have a battle with somebody and I know what. Let's what, say bad news for you. Bad news, for example, coming in Atlanta up. coming up, and I'm 
I got my kid's birthday like a couple of days before the, all this type of stuff going on, our real life going on, but I got to shut down. Think about this guy when I gonna write for him for three rounds. Mm. We talking three to four, maybe five minute rounds each round. That's 15 minutes of material that we got to memorize and go through flawless. We can't ever rap it again. We can't say something we said in the past battle. Mm. And it also <clears> has to rhyme. It got to make sense. It got to yeah. correlate. And, it, and it's time consuming. It's time consuming. So like it, my process for the most part, as good as and great as I am, I'll be honest, like I'm probably one of the most last minute preparers mm. in this. Like it be, mm. cause I be doing so much. I got my own clothing line, I got my own podcast. I run other businesses. So it be like, sometimes I be like, man, I don't even feel like doing this. I mm. be wanting to say no, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But, but you gotta but, find but time you gotta to find time. But yeah. like, I, I've been doing it so long. Like it's like, uh, you know, muscle memory kind of the same with your mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like the repetitiveness, like I've learned how to, like when it's time to cram in, like I can remember, I got photo, uh, what's the word like photo photographic, photographic memory yeah. like so once I done read something enough I kind of yeah. know how to say it so like mine is once I write it down and my partners there they 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 just they'll be like yo man you own it they I got a whole team of people that call me and yeah. constantly make sure that I'm on top of my game so like it's not just me alone I will say that I got a team that makes sure they hit me up like yo did you get your rounds ready mm-hmm. is you ready like spit it like practice yeah. it so like when it come to crunch time I kind of just make sure I'm I'm uh I lock in maybe like a full day or two to just dedicate it to making sure I'm like learning all my material, yeah. making sure that I'm ready for the crowd, ready for whatever is coming up. So yeah, I give myself at least a few, a, that that week of of I cram like like mm, like, yeah. like cramming for a finals or something. So do you write it first and then memorize yeah, it? Write it and then memorize. memorize it. It. I write it and then memorize. So how many bars is that you think like per round? Man, we gotta bars? be like I say like a sixteen would be like what a minute or something. We so we like we probably like in the sixty bars around yeah, like yeah. range. You know, what I'm no, I was gonna say like, do you run lines by your team? Like, do they feed you lines or is it just all? Yeah, you? like no, nah, we don't. We can't feed each other lines just because like you know that's frowned upon in this sport. Like you know, like <laughs> in, in the in the studio you could be in there like, hey yeah man, say this and you know and <laughs> yeah, all that. Yeah. But in this sport like that's frowned upon the ghostwriting. But what I do is like I do go over it. Like I'm a, I'm part of one of the toughest teams with every every FM bar. You know me, Rum Nitty. Mm. Danny Myers, JC, Miss Hustle, Av, like these are some of the best battle rappers in the world. So I do spar with them. Like, you know what I'm saying? I spit my material. Like, say if I'm spitting it to Rum, he the type of tell me, like, I ain't gonna lie, I heard that before. Like, you shouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. So then I'll probably take it out. Like, he won't tell me what to say, but he'll give me something like, nah, that don't that don't hit for me. You know what, right. what I'm saying? So like we kind of proofread, we spar with each other. You know what I mean? If it's a reference or something that I'm not familiar with, he could tell me, like, nah, that's why this makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Things like that. So they yeah, mostly like my team. Is who I spar with, you mm. know what I mean? And then there's the whole thing about researching this person and trying to unearth some stuff about the person, <laughs> yeah. like the detective yeah. work side yeah. of it. Like, how, how does that I work? I really don't do that that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of battlers, they dive deep into like who you went to elementary school with. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? Your mama's first boyfriend. And I don't get too deep into that. Like, mine's be on the surface now. If it hit the net, yeah, I'm yeah. snatching it up. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Because it's battle the rap. Room, it's if it hit the shade room, it's You're going to hear from me. I'm not going to go around calling your baby mama and asking, was you a good parent? Or calling your moms and see if you ate all your spaghetti. But me, I'm going <laughs> to grab what's in the news or grab what's in battle rap culture because so much happens in battle rap. It's such a culture within itself that people don't know. Like, it might be something that happened at a, an event mm. that all the battlers know about. So we grab, that's why a lot of times they call it current event bars. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, let's say 
Tory uh, Lanes and Megan Thee Stallion, you'll hear a lot of those bars because that's something that's in the news. You hear about, let's say, let's Keefy D situation. Like, that'll yep. be something that's in the news. So somebody right. make a bar about these things. Like, that's kind of myself. Like, I grab what's kind of out there and make it more personal about my opponent. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I kind of try to attack their character. So you speak to the viciousness of it, too. Like, yeah. You know, like, remember when Drake said with the push thing, you know, sometimes you go too far with yeah, this. Like, yeah. what's your take on that? Like, is it a thing where, like, you've been in battles, you feel like that person might have went too far? Like, how, how, do you, how do you judge that? I'm one of the more disrespectful battlers, so, like, I, they say I'm a hypocrite if I say it's going too far. But I feel like maybe disrespecting someone that's not here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like, if, like if I battled you and I heard your mom just passed and mm -hmm. I know that, I feel like that's going too far. Like, yeah. there's no reason to get that mm -hmm. personal with it. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, uh, yeah. you know, the bar not gonna, it's gonna last forever on the internet and it's not gonna mean that much. You gonna still get paid the same money. You could, you could, you could take that out. To me, that's going too far sometimes when you yeah. dive into death and things that, that really poke at other people's emotions because it's not just you. You got family members and other people that love that. So for me, that's going too far. Besides that, I think, I mean, even that has been done, though, in Battle Rap. I ain't going to say it happened. People yeah. do that. They, they just, and there's been incidents everything. around that, be too. There's been incidents around yeah, that, yeah. so it goes down. But for me, that would be my only thing that's too far. Other than that, it's kind of Battle Rap is like the gloves is off. It's like a warrior sport. You got to have tough skin when you get into this anyway. Mm -hmm. You got to understand that, you know, people going to say the worst of the worst about you. They're going to make up things. It's going to be fake things. So you got to kind of know how to just... Like roll with the punches. Like if you're not ready for it, then you're not even gonna. You shouldn't even waste your time doing this because the the higher you get, is the worser it's gonna get. You mm. know what I'm saying? I think one of your advantages too is the fact that you know how to freestyle. Yeah. And you can incorporate the freestyle <laughs> yeah. into the written. That's a fact. Because, you know, your responses is like, how the hell did he just come up with That's this? That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, because a lot of battlers don't bring that aspect no more. You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. Like the freestyle aspect. And I think coming from the West, we always kind of had to have that like freestyle ability, you know what I'm saying? And we got it in our own way, you know what I'm saying? It's not like everybody do it the same, but me, mine, I've always been like that since a youngster, like I'm I'm gonna be quick with it. Like as soon as you say something, I'm trying to remember what he said and mm. and jump back, you know what I mean? You know, we call it rebuttaling in battle rap, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's a like kind of a way we score points. Like if you said something against me and I was able to rebuttal it, then it's like, oh dang, everything you said kind of don't matter no more. Like mm. he took all that mm. away. It's a few battlers who do that at a high level, like the DNAs, the hollows, mm. the clips, you know? I'm fortunate to be one of them as well. So talk, we talked about the preparation. Yeah. What's going through your mind as you enter a battle? Man, I'll be ready. I'm going to be honest. I'll be so ready for it to be over. Really? My mind be on some, man, please don't choke. Don't mess up. Like, you don't, cause, because like you said, you get one chance at it. Mm -hmm. It's no redo. It's not like I can say, stop, punch me in right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, man, just let me, you know, I'll pray before the battles, you know? So let me make sure I get through this material clean. I make, me sure that, make, make sure that I deliver it the way that I wrote it, the way that I plan to deliver it. You know, I try to like zone. I really can't eat before a battle. Mm. Like, I don't know, it's just weird. Like, you know, I, I always think of that mom's spaghetti throwing up. So I'll be like, before a battle, I'm like, ain't no way I'm finna get up here and throw up on stage. And be seeing battlers throw up on stage and wow. stuff like that, you know? So I'm like, I can't eat, you know what I'm saying? I got like, uh, like I don't smoke, drink, none of that. Like, mm. before battles, none of that. Like, you don't see you me drink and smoke. I'll be as, as clear minded as possible up there, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what's going through my mind is just making sure I get the best performance because. At the level I've made it to now, I'm, I'm held to such a high standard that I'm critiqued with like a microscope, like yeah. any stumble, anything. It's all he he doing yeah. bad this one. Like you know, it's like in basketball or something. You know, you're gonna hold LeBron to a different standard than you hold any yeah. average player. Like he he dropped 20 instead of 30 tonight. He had a bad game. So yeah. I look at the same way in battle rap. If I'm 
if I fall off just an inch, like they're going to say I'm, I'm having a bad night, so I try to make sure I'm on top of it. It's also interesting to me, how do you receive the bars against you, right? Yeah. Like how the person reacts. Like, you, know, you put your head down, you sip some water, you mm-hmm. make, like, is there a set mindset of what you're going to do when these when, guys yeah. are hailing on you? Like, or do you, is it, a, is it natural reaction? No, yeah, no. Nah, yeah, nah. Defense is a part of battle rap, too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, some dudes, you can visually see that it's affecting them. When you're saying stuff to them, you hear them, yeah. like, pouting or trying to talk to you around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mumbling. Because mumbling or looking around, like, mm, doing all that. <laughs> right. You know, like me, I'm, I'm probably one of the better defensive battlers. I really, I zone out. Yeah. Anybody else, my head be down. I'm, mm-hmm. I damn it, don't even be listening. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm I only thing you. I'm listening for is something that I might need to rebuttal. Like, let me see if he got something that make the crowd go crazy. Then let me see if I can rebuttal that. Other than that, I'm thinking about, all right, man, what we, I can't wait for this over. I got like, well, how many more rounds he got? You know, mm-hmm. I try to be as much professional as possible too, though, because that ruins the footage. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times yeah, when okay. you talking through your guys' material or doing all of this, and now you got other stuff going on. Like for me, I try to make sure the material gonna come out as good as possible. The footage gonna come out because that's what makes the views go up. If mm-hmm. if the battle mm-hmm. is choppy on the the arguing side or just mm-hmm. looking bad, people are not gonna want to watch it. So I try to yeah. make sure that that's not gonna be because of me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna be up there arguing and. I don't really care what you say. You know what I'm saying? I don't even believe half the stuff they saying. Anyway, you know and why I mean? do you have to have so many people on stage, man? Man, like, uh, it's, now that's just the, as, the uh, what's the, 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 uh, the aspect of the game that is just like, that's always been Battle Rap the Streets. Right. Mm-hmm. So before it was on the stage, you know, they would meet up on the corner. You're going to bring all your homies, you bring all yep. those homies. So we still got that much of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't went that commercial to where we don't do that. You still bring all your partners, you bring all your partners. It's a, it's a respect thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we let our people know, like, this is just bars we're not him here to yeah. harm nobody or start nothing but like nah we're gonna make it look good like man when he rapping man don't give him no love like mm-hmm. stone face make him feel that everything he's saying this week so that's pretty much the entourage thing is to kind of just you know what i mean hold you down up there you know yeah. what i'm saying hold you down well you had the world talking after this battle easy to block captain yeah yeah on yeah. Remy ma's platform yeah. uh chrome 23 shout out chrome 23 did, did you think the battle was going to get that sort of reaction Man, I honestly did though. You know what I'm saying? Because at the time, Easy to Block Captain, he was on fire. One of the uh, hotter battle rappers of the year. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then, of course, you know where I'm at on, on my status of it. So, this was a big battle coming into it already. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, then all the speculation surrounding the battle, everything like where it's going down at, who is he going to talk about this? Do they got this going on? Like, all the things around it made it even that much bigger. So, uh, even in the face off, I was telling him, like, man, we going to, y'all keep playing, we going to go viral. Like, I'm saying that to him <laughs> in the face off. Like, like I'm, we going to talk crazy up in here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's saying, like, yeah, I want to go viral. So, I think I didn't have the expectation that it'll go like how I did but I did feel like it was gonna like make some 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 noise you feel me but yeah. it, it probably over exceeded what I mm. thought it was gonna do you know what I'm saying yeah. for real for real because to me like the last battle I feel like that had that sort of mainstream attention was probably like the loaded lux and calico, calico yeah. the, back in when 2012 Jay-Z tweeted right. it and you're gonna get this work in most definitely I, I believe so I think since then battle rap has been big but it haven't got that mainstream attention like so like Drake has been to the battles, you know, he sponsored battles, like he sponsored some of my battles. We've seen other celebrities there, but when they talk about it, like it don't really still go as far as it could go. I yeah. think this time it kind of just, you see people talking about it, people blogging about it, people, it's everywhere, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Radio stations yeah. playing it, you know what I mean? I didn't like, feel hearing like your playback on Power 105. On oh, that, was, that, was, that was crazy right there, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I think I was still in New York when that was going on too. Like, cause I didn't leave. I bought a one way after I when I battled Easy. So we was in Philly and New York for some days. Like, and people hitting me up like, "Yo, they playing you on par." I'm like, "Yo, this is crazy." So now that was a humbling experience. You know what I'm saying? Because I know they've talked about battle rap probably like you said, but nobody's ever played a whole round right. from somebody up there. You know what I'm saying? They don't play my round before they play one of my songs. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's that's a blessing. It's a start. You know, I like that 2 a.m. Hollywood Hills. Thank you, man. You got thank there, you, man. Thank you. Thank you. But that's thank a, that's a challenge, right? It's a challenge for battle rappers to become recording artists that Super break that door down. Can you speak to that? Yeah, I think the challenge is because battle rap is a niche sport that your fans kind of want you to stay there. Yeah, you know what I'm be saying? Be the king of that world. Be the king of that world. It's like if you're an athlete, say you you play football, but you're amazing at basketball, but you you in the NFL, you can't go to the NBA because like, nah, man, you are quarterback. You might mm. be able to dunk on everybody mm -hmm. and make it over here, but mm -hmm. they want you right here. This is what you do right here. We've seen athletes who've, uh, only a few who've done it, like the Bo Jacksons and Deons, and you know what I mean? Seeing Mike try, they wouldn't letting him happen, you know? <laughs> right. But it's the same with battle rap where you could put out consistently good music, but the fans are like, man, when your next battle, when your next yeah, battle? Man. So like one of my challenges is to always try to make sure when I'm putting out the music that it's not battle rap music. I'm not trying to have uh, battle rap disc records or battle rap be like punchline-y type songs. Like mm. you say, a 2 a.m. Hollywood Hills, more substance music. Like yeah. it's, 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 it's something that's talking to like my, my lifestyle, my struggles and things like that to where the fans who do listen to it is like, okay, this don't sound like how he sound on stage. Mm -hmm. So I can be a fan of his music separate from his battle, but it's definitely it's definitely a challenge, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely. weird because like traditionally like rappers like B, uh, Big and DMX, Jay-Z, Eminem, from battle they rap. all come from that battle yeah. rap. Like battle rap used to be like the conduit mm -hmm. to get signed, to get signed. and to get, yeah. get yeah. on. Yeah. Right. But it seems right. like somewhere along the lines, a narrative has changed. Because well, like when they come battle rap, it's almost like he gives that side of him up. He becomes Eminem. He yeah. becomes something different. Mm -hmm. But that's still in him. Right. Know, yeah. And we hit us with battle. And then sometimes they say the mainstream battles also do spike up yeah. interest in the it, battle it, scene, it, it right? Because people do. remember, oh, it's about bars. It's it, about it's lyricism. It's still the lyricism there. And then I think now, as of late, now you can actually make a career being a battle rapper. Mm. Like back yeah. then, like you had to battle to get signed because it was no money in battle rap. Now it's so much different money in battle rap. The top tier battlers can make like, you know what I mean? Two to three, 400,000 a year. You know what I'm saying? Maybe even more. You depending right. on how many yeah. battles they do and how much they get paid per battle. You know what I'm saying? So you got cats like that that's up in there like making a million dollars off of battle yeah. rap. They like, I'll just stick right here, you know? So I think that's kind of where kind of the, the, the change went where a lot of the top tiers wasn't trying to get signed anymore. They yeah. were signing battle deals and things like that. And a lot of times with battle rap, we don't think of battle rapper from Compton, California, right? Nah, and then I seen some interviews you were talking about like sp speaking to that, like yeah. that journey of like, Man. almost you changing your mind state that if you're getting $1,000 a battle, that's not, it's cheap money, whatever, blah, yeah. blah. But if I get focused on that, I'm gonna elevate. I'm gonna elevate, yeah, nah, that's how I come. Like, uh, like you say, we, I'm coming from Compton. I done been in jail, I done been shot. I've been through all these different hardships. So like when I'm telling my partners, like, yo, they give me a thousand dollars and he telling me like to rap, like what? Like but nine minutes, you they gonna give you a thousand dollars real quick. Like, nah, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man, ah, he telling me like, well, you crazy, I rap every day. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like go up there and do that. So like, you know, that I kind of owe that to myself and to the people that believed in me because it's like, like we do a lot more worse things that can land you in a lot worse places for yeah, less, you know? So for, that, yeah. so for me, it's like, yo, you know what? Like if this is something that can help, and it did change my life too, I will say that. Battle rap, rap period, you know what I'm saying? Done put me in, you know I mean, look where I'm at now, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just put me in different places in my life, took me to Canada, took me to these yeah. different uh, platforms, you know? So 
I'm glad I did take that advice, you know what I'm saying, and continue to do it. And that's why I said earlier, it's a light year from because once he said that, it clicked. And I'm like, yeah, I'm every time they hit me up for a car, yeah, yeah. put me on there. It didn't matter where it was at, how much they was paying. Like, I was just, just signing the contract. Like, yeah, I'll be there. New York, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. Atlanta there. Houston there. Like, we just going, we going. I'm staying on planes. I was. It kept me away from the trouble. I was missing mm-hmm. things. Like, I had homies who passed away in the midst of all of this type of stuff, you know. I was yeah. like, but I'm... I, you know, I'm blessed to say that some of those times I, I miss those things. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it'll be somewhere I just was at, and now I'm in Houston, and then I hear about somebody, a friend passing away, you know? So yeah. it, it definitely, like, saved my life in, in more than one way. Let's take it to the business of battle rap. You know, like, it has evolved over the last yeah. 20 years, and there's, like, dozens of leagues now, right? Yeah. And you even have your own league, right? Yeah, the Riot. Yeah. Right. Can you speak to that? Like, yeah. why, you know, a lot of people are having their own platforms? Yeah, because, uh, like you said, the business of it, uh, now you're starting to see that it's such a... It's such a big, big, big like subculture where people are still tuned in. You're getting millions of views, so that means millions of people that's watching mm-hmm. this. So, of course, as a as a battler, you I mean, you want to get signed and somebody can give you the money to do it. That's fine, but also like betting on yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did with the rod. It's like we kind of betting on ourselves. We put our own money up. We book some of the same battlers that get booked mm-hmm. on other platforms, and then also give opportunity to some of the newer guys who might not get those looks, and then we we bet on ourselves. We just threw an event like about a month ago. We had pay-per-view. We did good numbers mm-hmm. on the pay-per-view. We did good numbers at the door. We was at a we was in Atlanta, King of Diamonds. It was it was just a good vibe. It was something different, you know? So I think uh, in the business of it now, most people are kind of looking at it like, let, let's see, is it another way? Most battlers are trying to see another way to to get money from it, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Without having the battle, you've seen John John, like I said, the bullpen, right. he got his own league. We knew Arsenal had his own league. So it's a few of them who've tried to step down and do different things and give other opportunities because now it's so many battlers, you need more leagues, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> everybody not going to make it to URL, it's just the facts, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And everybody not going to get on the RBE stage or the King of the Dots stage. So the more the more leagues out there, the more opportunities to find new stars and to, you know, help, you know, build this build this culture up. Are some people, like, exclusive to this one league or is, like... To my league? Or just in general? Or general, yeah, some people are, yeah. Some people sign exclusive contracts to, to I know for sure, the URL. I'm pretty sure some people sign exclusive contracts to... King of the Dot or things like that. But uh, with, with the Riot, we don't necessarily do like where you can only battle with us. We do do things like where we, where you can, we can help like build you up. Like we'll yeah. help build you up. Like if you, you know, just stay kind of loyal. You know what I mean? Yeah. You continue to show us that you want to be on this platform and we grow through through the process. You might get a smaller name on this one and you get a, a better name on this one and so yeah. forth and so on. But it's not saying like we don't sign you to where you just can't move around. I mm. saw you teasing something where you may be cooking something up with Floyd Mayweather. Oh, yeah, man. Definitely, man. Uh, you know, uh, he's big into into this battle rap culture. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and, I, and I see he said it on the Hip Hop is Real thing, but it was an opportunity that someone had led me towards and, and let me know, like, yo, he was interested in doing something big with battle rap. And, you know, I hope everything goes the way it's supposed to go, though. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, can't speak too much on it, but definitely, man. I know that uh, when I battled, who was it? Uh, Shotgun Should. Mm. We did an event in Vegas, and uh, Floyd helped sponsor that. I think okay. I won one of the champions of the nights and like got like an extra like six, 7,000 from Floyd yeah. okay. at that event, you know? So like he definitely is in tune with battle rap and knows what's going on with yeah. it most definitely. Are there any of the like recording rappers that be hitting your line on the side and giving you a props? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. man, for sure, man. It's so many, too many to even name, but like, yeah, I got so many of them that, that tap in and show me love. Like if you follow my career, you see I bring a lot of them to my neighborhood yeah. and you know, they they come reach out to my to my homeboys and you know, come back, get back to the community. I got records with a lot of, a lot of dope rappers as well, you know what I'm saying? Me and Peasy got a record that's going crazy, yeah, you know what I'm saying, right now that called Is It, you know what I'm saying, that's going, doing numbers, but uh, definitely, man, uh, I'll say it's so many, man. I, I just was telling somebody the other day, uh, 
uh, Rallo Rodriguez hit me up, man, after the easy battle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm, I'm getting him back. Like, man, I just was listening to that. Who this for? Like, you know, so it was just dope, like, to see different artists that you wouldn't know. You know what I mean? He probably didn't know I listened to his music. I didn't know he watched my battle. Right. So, you know, that was just one of many, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he like, pulled up on the legend Ray Kwan. Definitely pulled up Ray's on Ray Kwan. Ray was in Toronto. The guy battled Hollahan. He actually hosted the battle with Hollahan battled Cortez. So it was like kind of like a full circle moment right there. You know what I'm saying? I done met so many legends from when I battled Moog. Me and Busta Rhymes gained the rapport and a, and a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and so many more artists that I like, even from Chicago, my guy Tay Savage making a lot of noise right now. Like we locked in through like just music and different things. So it's just a lot of artists that I definitely say like since I've been battling, I've have reached out to me from the Drakes all the way down to mm-hmm. up and coming battlers who like mm-hmm. I mean up and coming rappers who done reached out and told me they rock with me so yeah it's a blessing as far as the money goes like how does that work like okay. do they command the same purse as like a traditional rap performance it depends like uh for certain everybody price range is different so let's say it's, it's certain matchups where I can get about 50,000 for that one battle you know what I'm saying so and I know it's certain uh traditional rap performances who do shows where they might can get 50 for a show and some who don't like I think it was a big argument like on the internet with Say Cheese or something that was saying there was some people <laughs> saying that battle rappers get paid like 200 in a, in a sandwich or Come something on, man. you know what That's I'm saying not you no more. nah and I think Hitman showed like a back end where he got like half a million or something on wow. one of his you know so yeah. like it's definitely money in there and I think the the misconception was that it's uh, where they was arguing just saying like that they make more or make less I don't think it's really a a big difference. I think the difference is a, a, a regular, you know, artist who does shows. Maybe he can do his shows from Thursday all the way to Sunday, performing the same mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Let's say he get ten thousand a show by his fourth show. He done made forty bands. You know what I'm saying? Let's say he getting fifty by his fourth. He done made two hundred. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Within a battle rapper, we we do maybe a show a month. You know what I'm saying? Maybe two. You know what I mean? On, the, on a good month. You know, so if I'm getting fifty for that show, I done made a hundred for that month with only with doing less work, mm-hmm. less shows. You know what I'm saying? As far as that, so. It kind of balances itself out. It just depends on the level you at yeah. in both. You know what I mean? Because it's rappers who are out there doing shows for two hundred, and it's battlers who are out there doing shows for yeah. two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you feel me? So it just depends on the level you at. You know what I'm saying? But the like challenge for y'all is y'all can't repeat the material, that's like the, you that's said. The biggest that's the challenge. Thing. Like we yeah. can't repeat the material. We can't. Uh, All them damn bars. They just go. They, out yeah, they gone after that. <laughs> We can't hold the mic up right here and let the crowd see it with us yeah. for the whole night. It's the opposite of the rapper because the rapper, he's doing the song over and over, over and over, and over yeah. again and getting his back. Yeah, yeah so it, there's yeah. probably is, a not even probably, it's way easier for them, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> to make their money. But like, and in and, and the same time though, like everybody can't make a hit. So, you know mm. what I'm saying? They earned that right to make that money too. But it's dope to see like you and Rem Nitty, y'all split that $150,000 yeah. purse that Drake fact. put up, right? That's a fact. That's right. a fact. That's my guy, man. My brother outside of rap, man. You know, he, he, uh, somebody that I really rock with and respect, you know what I'm saying? So that was a no-brainer, you know what I mean? Like once, and and, and for the people who didn't know, we already knew we was going to split the money before, oh, you know, okay. the, the, we got so. there. We already came with that idea, like, look, we gonna, but we not finna cheat the culture. Mm-hmm. We like, we gonna make, we, we I'm, I'm gonna try to kill you up here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to do the same, like, we got Drake standing up here, we want people to make sure their money's is worth up here, yeah. but we gonna split it, like, we ain't, ain't, you know what I mean? Like you say, we, we not that hard for money to where it's like I gotta walk away with one fifty and then watch my boy that I'm saying you my brother walk away with zero. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you got kids, you got miles to feed, you earned your place to be up here. You know what I'm saying? I actually won the votes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For that battle. You know what I'm saying? And he won the fan vote. I think it would have been like a split decision where I won three to two all together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But none of that even mattered. We never even let the votes get out or nothing. We kind of just hurried up and, you know, we splitting the bread, you know, because yeah. people 
like one will have something to say back then. Like, oh man, he he split, he won, he <laughs> yeah, yeah. we didn't get nobody nothing. We already had it decided that we was gonna go out there, put on a show, give a great battle, and you know, split that yeah. bread. You remember your first pay show? Yep, my first one was a uh, man. My first one, honestly, I was in jail for it too. I, I was finna battle Av. I got locked up. They was bailing me out. I was I was getting finna get bailed out, and then they hit me and they was like, "Yo, if you get that's why my promo for it was like fresh out of jail. I don't bail. California dreaming or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I got paid like five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? There we go. But, uh, but I put on a classic. You know what I'm saying? I remember <laughs> that was one of my best battles. You know what I'm saying? But like that that stuck to the hunger, like. I'm get, I gotta do something like, cause I ain't trying to be going back to jail. I'm like, yeah, man, like, man. let me put on the show. Let me, I don't know if I'm finna go back or what. So that was 500. It was like my first paid everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that meant something though back then, you know, and mm-hmm. I, and that's still one of my highest viewed battles. Yeah. One of my biggest battles that was in California. That was one of their first big events they did in Cali. It was disaster. It was on the car. Tay Rod, they had a lot of people there, you know. So yeah, my first pay was like 500. And so I think after that, I maybe was like getting a thousand. It was like a whole year where I was probably getting like a thousand and twelve hundred and yeah. Hundred, you know what I'm saying? It. So to to be where I'm at now, it, it, it means everything, you know. Cause mm-hmm. like I I ain't have it easy. I had to really like go through the gauntlet, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like the, the besides that ass battle, all my other battles was on the road, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I had to go to other people's backyards and other people's cities, you know what I mean? So most battles, do they, is it clear declared who the winner is? Cause a lot of times it's rooted in debate, right? Who yeah. really won, right? This, it's leads, oh, more sort of the fans' feedback after the people. Unless there, it's judged, it's like an opinionated sport. Yeah, mm. you know what I'm yeah. saying. Now you got clear cut. Like you can watch battles like my last one with Easy. It's clear cut. <laughs> I want. You know what I'm saying? It's three zero or two one. It's three zero. Only, only thing right? question, right? But uh, <laughs> like it's 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 definitely battles where it's like really debatable though. Where yeah. where the fans are split and they argue about it. But then it's some that's like even though it's an opinionated sport, everybody kind of like man, this guy won. You know what I'm saying? We ain't yeah. arguing about it. But yeah, like that's the good thing about battle rap like even if you lose nine times out of ten it's not judged so they gonna get on camera and say they won anyway yeah. you know what I'm saying is that it's part of the allure to you that's that part there's of the always this controversy like mm, it's always a controversy like a boxing decision yeah. you know yeah. it's always debate. a controversy yeah. like afterwards they gonna come out there like man they was hating man I feel like I got it you know what I'm saying you know I don't care what they said you know so that's what I, mean, I think that's what keeps the fans intrigued too though because yeah. they can always go for their guy you know what I mean and do you think the guy like it's always one guy goes first like you stay mm-hmm. the same positions right does the yeah. guy that go last have the advantage like a baseball team where you get to mm, it depends though sometimes a lot of times people do think that but depending on how the battle goes out if if if, if you can snatch that crowd early by going first yeah. mm-hmm. and get them on your side and then now you got now you got the other guy on defense sometimes that works in I your thought favor. the block captain went for it yeah mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah, how yeah. I felt like I, yeah. I thought that was the strongest round mm-hmm. I think he came out strong he it, tried yeah. to put my back against yeah. the wall he you tried to Eminem you I know you're going to talk about this yeah, exactly <laughs> the, uh, and, and that well, why do you think works. that didn't work and you still were able to get that off in, in, because in like I felt like uh in this battle, like in this battle, though you saying it, is this is what they coming to hear, though. Mm. You know, sometimes it's like, okay, you can say that, but people don't, that's not what they wanted to hear. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> but this is the battle. Like, nah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, because it's a, you're going it. to get it anyway. Like, yeah, yeah I know you're going to talk about this. Yeah, that's what we want to hear. We want to hear him talk about it. So that's one of the things where I felt like he, he tried to stop it early, but it was like, I never really spoke on any of it. That, that he said that I was going to speak on it to very the end. So by the end, he said it so early in the battle that the fans even probably forgot that he like mm. like said that. You know what I'm saying? Because the first two rounds, I'm more so attacking him and then doing different things. I'm not really attacking going none of the, the rumor thing. Yeah, I'm going to the body the whole fight before the... Come on, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm attacking everything else before I go to the chin. So uh, it definitely, you know what I mean? Definitely. And it's a three-round battle. Three and in the final 
final round that has everyone talking, you yeah. imply that Remy had an affair with Easy. Yeah. Um, were you at any point concerned about maybe you're creating a narrative? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not really because even she said it. I just grabbed what was out there in the blog. You know, I seen something that was in a blog saying that. Like me personally, man, I don't think uh, her and Papoose are on any type of rocks. You know what I'm saying? I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm going record saying I would think that they have happily married family. But oh, in battle rap, yeah. They say y'all having a problem. Oh, we gonna say y'all having a problem. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? That's how it goes in this sport. You fall down, we gonna say you got knocked down. You dig what I'm saying? Like you, you lose your chain, we gonna say your chain got stolen from you. You know what I'm saying? Like this is what mm-hmm. you do. You you grab something that's on the surface and you dive a little deeper into it. You know what I'm it's saying? It's exploited. It's exploited a little right. bit, and I think Easy played into it because of some of the things he said in his round that kind of opened it up for what I said to make mm-hmm. it sound even more like validated. You know what I'm saying? If he had countered it, maybe differently it probably would have been a different reaction from the people too so yeah like she took it she took it like a champ you know like i said she's yeah. been in battle rap before me she was a battle rapper you know yeah. what i'm saying she yeah, came that's... from battle rap you know so she knows what fight this club. sport is about fight club mm-hmm. you know she know what this sport is about she know that narratives will be painted that uh that anything that's out there that's on the surface to be talked about is gonna be talked about so i think people was kind of shocked like man why is she just standing there not saying that's like she's not in the battle she really can't say nothing you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like she's just the host she has to sit there and you the know boss, what I mean? her and she, this is her league <laughs> she has, you know it's like she can't be biased on either side you yep. know she has to play the middle so that was made the battle even great so like i said uh no, I didn't think about it creating like a narrative on them personally because like he said things about me that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. He said a whole bunch of things about me that wasn't true, but it's like I'm just, I gotta sit there and listen to it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The yeah. whole time, you, everything you can say, I, got, I can't say nothing about it. I don't even get on interviews afterwards disputing it because I know you're just making up whatever you have to get yeah. mm-hmm. for your round. You know what I'm saying? And same with me, it was, yo, something was out there. Yeah, I poked at it, you know what I'm saying? I think I just did it so creatively and in a way that nobody else thought that it would have been done because he yeah. battled somebody before him. He battled disaster before okay. me who poked at the same rumor, poked at the same mm-hmm. things from the blog, but he didn't do it the same way I did it, you know? So mm-hmm. it didn't hit as hard, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and it's that, up to like a million views now on yeah, YouTube. exactly. I saw you big enough, Remy, because that's where her league is. You yeah. said another battle she had was successful. Yeah, what was yeah, the other battle? yeah. Uh, he battled Hitman Holla earlier in the year. They, that's about two, three million Oh, views. easy to block so Hitman Holla. Easy to block Hitman Holla. So Remy, she has a new league. This is probably about her second year doing mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. It was an all-female league at a point in time. Yeah. Now she's integrating and got male battlers over there and it's starting to take off you know yeah. what I'm saying like yeah. she, she yeah. had yeah. me she's had Rum Nitty she's had Easy Hitman she's had some of the bigger male battlers then she's got the Miss Hustles the Couture's the, some mm-hmm. of the bigger women battlers have been over there yeah. so like her league is growing I think this battle even helped with that because now you got so many outside eyes they hearing about battle rap but they hearing about Chrome 23 mm-hmm. yeah. Chrome 23 so now they clicking and her subscribers is going up you see that that battle hit a million views in like five days you yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying five six days that's that's record time and not many battles hit yeah. millions that fast it takes months you know what yeah, I'm saying so they had a list of the biggest ones the you biggest was like we about to be number we one we about to be number <laughs> one in like you know what I mean five days and the one that's at the top was up there since January you know so yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so yeah definitely man Like, uh, I, th- I think it did what it was supposed to do and she approached you afterwards jokingly you said you called me a bitch again you ain't getting your back in that's a fact yeah. she yeah. had bars for me I'm like man you know but yeah. and, I, and I told her I think now we got a battle or something like I feel like I gotta get in the ring with her because I didn't get no bars back but uh yeah like i say she see a good sport and she come from it so uh and i did get my back in though <laughs> you know clear. Let's Let's be clear. Clear. the back end yeah, came salute to remy for that but uh yeah like and, that, and that's just her character like man we good friends you know what i'm saying she's always you know I mean, i'm good friends with her man good friends with her husband man pap like it's always been good i ain't had no no 
ill uh, intent with them after the battles yeah. in all yeah. respects since then. You know what I'm saying? Like you say, she came up jokingly, spit some bars about it, and went on about her business. You know what I'm saying? And we, and we got a good working relationship. I should be on Chrome 23 again. You'll see me back on the league, probably against somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She might not stand right there <laughs> next time, though. You know, she might move out the way. <laughs> but that's about it. Like, you know what I mean? For real. You jokingly said you might have to battle, but you do battle women. I do. Like, I, do. I was going to ask that. Do men and women battle? Is yeah, that really? Yeah. yeah. You it, did it, one this year. Yeah, I did one this year, you know, and, and and we do, it doesn't happen as much as male-on-male battles and women-on-women battles, but it's starting to become a thing again. And I think her league is, is like, is one of the more places where it can be spearheaded even bigger because, like you say, she battles. So she knows how to get the women to look their best and she she puts a lot into her league. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've seen her have stylists out there to make the women look their best. She's she's bringing them in there and afterwards they're, they're, they're doing interviews on Joe Budden. They're doing interviews on yeah. on the news and different things mm-hmm. of that nature. So she kind of brings a bigger light to it. So, yeah, I mean, I would definitely battle her, though, if she wanted to get in the ring with me. But, uh, but as far as me battling women, yeah, I battle Jazz the Rapper. I battle Casey J. I battle Coffee Brown. So I battled a few women. Yeah. Female we, rappers too. I don't yeah, give a fuck, yeah. boo. Anybody can get it. You know what I mean? Anybody, you know what I'm saying? These hands, they, 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 they fit anybody. Man. Is the, the prep the same? Like, Nah, the prep, it, it's the same, but in a sense it is different because they, it, it, how do I explain it? Because it's, it's, it's not like it's a physical sport. So the women brain work just like a male brain. So mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, you got any advantage rapping wise, but it's definitely like just a different preparation because certain things that I can say to a male, I can't say to a woman that's going to be, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. same, you know what I mean? Like certain bars about you didn't, you, like if I could tell a guy like, man, you ain't, you don't know about this. You don't know about that. It's a woman. She ain't supposed to know about it. So right. some of the things that I have to attack them on is like a different attack route, you know? So yeah, it's definitely difficult. And I think it's difficult for them too, though, mm. because the things that they can attack other women on, they can't attack us with. So it's definitely a challenge, but like, I think those make for the best battles when both, are prepared, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You get like a lot of classic men and women battles for sure. Mm-hmm. What do you think makes a good battle? That's a good question. Uh, dang, that's a good question. All things considered, the crowd being participating, you know, being in tune with the bars, being in tune mm-hmm. with what's going on. Both battlers off the top have to be prepared. No choking, no stumbling. They have to come fully prepared, ready to rap, ready to put on a show. Uh, what else would make the battle just just over the top good? Like you say, we got the crowd and you got both battlers participating well. I think I think the uh, the stage, mm. depending on the battle, because mm. sometimes a big stage for certain battles don't make sense. You mm. know, like you got three, four thousand people in there, but this battle needed a smaller room. So I yeah. think depending on like the location of the battle makes the battle as well. Mm. Like you're starting to see battle rap going back to more of a smaller yeah. room setting mm-hmm. because it's more gritty, more grimy. People are listening more and the bigger stage is kind of more theatrical. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Where the bar is hitting but performance is key more than the, what you're saying. So I think location d- depends on it too. Like some battles need the big stage. Yeah. You get two big performers, got good vocal projection, you might need that big stage. But some dudes who are more aggressive, more witty with the pen, more more wordsmith, that, that, that enclosed environment for the fans yeah. to be there makes better. So Battlers, location, and the fans make make the, make, make a great battle. I also, sure. think it's interesting that you got to deliver the bars loudly too, like, oh, with man. force. Like lose your voice up there, man. <laughs> turn me up, lose turn me vo- up. Turn, hey, can y'all hear me in the back? <laughs> <laughs> All right, real by the time the beginning to just to, to get comfortable doing that. Man, 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 and that was another reason, man. Rest in peace to past day when I battled Sue Surf. That was like one of my first big stage battles. Free Sue Surf, free the wave. Yeah. One of my first big, and I was losing my voice that battle. You know, if people. 
watch that battle by like the second round, my voice is hoarse, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But I'm still gotta, mm -hmm. I can't make no excuse that we already on stage now, it's lit. I gotta time. keep screaming and yelling and trying. And I remember afterwards, past day, pulling me to the side, like, man, you know, like, man, like, make sure people on your side not really smoking, like that smoke probably affecting ah. you. And, you know, drink some tea beforehand, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, try to get you in like a full, nice arrest, you know, before them battles because your voice, all you got, like, you don't, mm -hmm. you lose your voice in battle rap, you know, you lose yeah, the battle, you yeah, know what I'm project, saying? This, yeah. you gotta be able to project, especially in these big stages. So, yeah, like that that was something to adjust to early because a lot of people can't rock those big stages. Mm. Like it's only like a handful of battle rappers who are good on the big stage. Like with everybody in the building, with all when you gotta make sure the person from the front of the stage all the way to the back can react the same way as the people on the stage and make sure that mm -hmm. line hits them. Like it's not too many. And it takes your vocal projection, it takes the way that you say it, the way you delivering it, knowing how to walk them into a line. Like yeah. all of that is it takes a skill in itself. You know what I mean? So yeah, that that's that was a challenge for me at first. But you know, I'm I'm here to say, yeah, I became like one of the top dogs on that big stage. For there sure. you go. Before you start a battle, do you read you kind of read the crowd and feel yeah. like you know who's on whose side? Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> when you're on that road, you definitely looking in there, like I say, the road games is the toughest because you pretty much know nobody in there for you, but you looking for that one person that's like, yo, Geechee, you the man. Mm. And now you, now you, now you rapping to him all night. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like, get the person next to you to cheer. And cheer. <laughs> Break through. And now we got everybody. You know, it's like the wave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you got you get one person to start it. That's the trickle effect. So you know, like, yeah, on that road, you kind of do that. But like, when you at home, you kind of know, like. A home game is a little easier because you know you, the people are there for you. Mm. So like they, you gonna feed off that energy a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? But definitely, man, yeah. And that crowd is is the, the, the goal is to just get somebody to to get the cheering going. And then once you get that energy, like yeah, they're they gonna ride you all the way. You know what I mean? Has battle rap been like a great tool in keeping your composure and patience? Because mm -hmm. you know you got someone, another grown man, yelling and spitting in your yeah. face, high oh, breath, man. and you just have to just stand there and take it. Man, that that's that's. I'm telling you this right now. We hate doing that. Like, like it, in life, it has helped you with composure. But still, even to this day, you be up there like, bro, why do I gotta sit here and let somebody like it's? It gotta be another way to get this money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta sit here and get yelled at, hear them call me all these names for 30 minutes. That's why I said earlier it's so toxic and draining. But it do help with that though. Like you know, you learn to to just block out anything. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like. Like, especially in the entertainment, you gotta know that like even the biggest celebrities, man, they make a post and in the comments, 90% of them is trolls, people saying yep. the most negative stuff about mm -hmm. them. They post their kids and yeah. people saying negative stuff about them. So I think battle rap kind of prepares you for that where it's like, man, I don't, I don't even look into the comments. I don't I don't never read a YouTube comment after a battle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I don't, right. really? As many as people that's probably saying I'm doing good, there's a thousand people in there just mm -hmm. clowning you. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So you just learn to just have that tough skin, go out there, lay the performance on the line and to the next one you know what I'm saying you don't really get too involved in what the people are saying but it has like to be that. great for like real life instances like if you get in an argument on the street oh, or yeah. something like that <laughs> like oh yeah man I ain't listen nothing you talking about man I already heard the worst before. <laughs> right. like, yeah, nothing you can say on the street gonna, gonna affect me at all right you learn not to take things personal mm -hmm. right. most definitely absolutely let's go back a little bit to yeah. where you're from your origins like you're okay. from Compton California Compton California man Compton California the west side of Compton uh, grew up on Amantha Street you know what I mean it's a uh, I'll say uh, the area is Nutty Block, so everybody know that, you know mm. what I'm saying, as far as the gang area. But I went to Caldwell Elementary, Walton Middle School, Compton High School, Cesar Chavez Continuation. You know, even did a little bit of community day, you know, probation school out there. So yeah. I've been mm. pretty much every school in Compton that was on my side of town. You know what I'm saying? I went to all of them, uh, played sports in Compton, you know, did everything, man. Played for 
one of the local gyms, Double Rock Gym, played basketball over there, you know, so like I'm really like a you know somebody that's from there for real, not made up, not a not a gimmick, not you know what I mean. Not, it's not, funny you know because what I, mean? I was talking like to that. LA Fred. He's like LA people always let you know that they're really from LA. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because because <laughs> you kind of got to because you get a lot of people that you know that that portray these areas and these images and you know just to make money or to yeah. exploit yeah. these backgrounds and things like that. And us, we 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 take pride in that because to, we trying to get out of that. Like we yeah. don't even want to to portray these images. Like you yeah. be a millionaire then you trying to show us that you gangster. We trying to not be gangster. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's not what we want, but we just knowing that the lifestyle that we came around, we seen all of that, we was around it. So, you know, it's a blessing. Like you said, I got so many friends that didn't get a chance to to make it past the age of 18 or you know what I'm saying? Some ain't make it past 14, you know? So like to, to be here now at the age I am and be able to still, you know, be br just breathing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, 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 and free, you know, that's a blessing. So for me, like, yeah, man, coming from Compton, it's, it's so, that's why it's so much talent in that small area. People act like, yeah. you know, you've heard about it all over the world, yeah. but this is a, you can drive through the whole city of Compton in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you'd be done. You go this way, that way, this way, that way, you out of there. You know wow. what I'm saying? You gone. Like, yeah. it's not a huge city, you know, it's not, it's not heavily populated like some, like, like Los Angeles is a big city. Like, mm -hmm. Compton is, in LA County, but very small. So a lot of us, you know, just our talent was was able to get us there. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar's and the, you know, the Venus and Serena Williams, yeah. the, you know, the people that that, that made a way from out of nowhere, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and it, and it inspired more people like myself and the younger generation to show what they can do, you know what I'm saying? Growing up, what, like, what music were you tapped into? I listen to all music though. Like I, I was a West Coast fan. Don't get it twisted. I'm, I'm off the Snoops. I'm off the, the Pox. I'm off. I'm off all of that. But like I listen to a lot, man. I was, I'm, I'm listening to Scarface. I'm listening to Dipset, Cameron. I'm, I'm listening. Like I, I just was into bars. I was just into just real rap. Like I'm. So I was listening to, to No Limit Soldiers when mm -hmm. they came out. Like it was hot to me. The Hot Boys. Of course, I was raised off the Hot Boys. I bought, my first CD I bought physically was Lil Wayne, Block Is Hot, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> BG, you know what I mean? One of my favorite Welcome rappers, you know what I mean? From Glad He's Out, like, so like, yeah, I was listening to everything. I'm not one of them dudes to be like, man, I was only listening to, you know what I'm saying, uh, West Coast, like, I'm listening to everybody, all regions. <laughs> Every region I was listening to. But it worked out for you because you went to Grambling State, right? Yeah, went to Grambling State, man. I did a year there at Grambling State, uh, which was dope for me, man. You know what I mean? That was one of the dopest experiences. That's where I really got introduced to a lot of other South music, too. Like, you know, like we listening to, they, they putting me on to all the Boosie and Webby <laughs> at that time, you know, when I went there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I'm coming back to the crib like, yeah, man, we all, yeah, man, play this right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? So and that, that also, like you say, it helped me because I, I kind of was already in tune with a lot of Southern music. You know what I mean? So when did like battle and rap, battle rap come attract to you? Was it like of the DVD era or? Yeah, the DVD era. I, I was watching Reed Dollars. You know mm, what I'm saying? He was one of the dudes that I that I watched mm. do that, you know what I mean, at a young age, man. Just seeing somebody like that being young and, and chewing dudes up, you know what I mean? Like pause, <laughs> you know, where it needed, but like that was fire to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that whole Philly rap scene, uh the New York rap scene with the T Rexes and the murder yeah. mooks. You know, like I, I used to watch that. I even watched Fight Club though. Like I'm talking to Sirius Jones, Gin Battles. I was watching that old solo on there and the Remy and Lady Luck. I watched all those battles, you know. So I just was in tune with battle rap as a youngster. Like I think it was always dope to me. It was something I was always into. Right. When did you realize that you had the skill to get into it? I used to battle like in the hood with my homies, but just like only my people would know. You know what I'm saying? Like my guy Eli the Mayor, he would be battling like like people would know. Like he'd battle people at school, he'd be like chewing dudes up like going crazy me it was something i just play with a little bit you mm. know so i never really like took battling serious i'll say uh like 2014 or something i just had an opportunity to like do like a battle on the street somewhere and they're like i'll give you a hundred dollars you battle some dude like on some freestyle stuff and we just went up there did it 
And then I'm like, all right. And then my guy, KP, like, which is with me with the ride now, mm-hmm. offered me a chance to do another battle, like a real battle. Like, yo, it's going to be recorded on camera. It was just something we showed up to do. I wasn't even taking it serious, but people actually liked it and took a liking from it. And then I ended up, like, like moving on, like, with it and getting, getting seen by Norbs and coming to New York and, you know, so mm-hmm. forth and so on with that. Like, then I just, it took off from there. So I say, like, it's 2023, my first major battle was 2017 so by about five six years in and mm-hmm. done did more than probably people who've been doing this 20 30 years you, you know what to I'm call saying? you a legend killer right yeah <laughs> man you know what i'm saying i'm like you know, the fastest <laughs> growth in this though like you know i had yeah. the fastest growth in this i've battled loaded lux murder move people don't even been in here 20 30 years don't even got them on their resume mm-hmm. you know those is two dudes like i just said i watched growing up you know they've been doing this so many years i've battled all those guys i won three champion of the years, which is the highest accolade you can get as far as like United States battle rap. I won three, it's only been six that have been given out. Mm-hmm. And in the other years I was in the top five or something, you know what I'm saying? So I've done that. I'm talking about main event after main event. I've, I've brung back battle rap to the West Coast on a higher level, you know, mm-hmm. like sell out disaster, rum nitty, Danny Myers, Daylight, but I brung it back to where people kind of respected it and looked at it like for what mm-hmm. the West was because we kind of had a backpack looking culture right. before I came in then I gave it more of that substance, the street feel that people was missing. Like, okay, this is an authentic West Coast mm-hmm. dude rapping West Coast stuff, but he's able to keep up with the lyricism of the yep. dudes on the East and he's able to to to, to mirror and, and relate to the people on the Midwest and the South. So I think I definitely like made so many headways in this to where it's like in this short period of time, yeah. Like it's a lot of people that like tell me I'm the best of all time or Mount Rushmore you know and, and that mean a lot because it, like you say it's dudes who've been doing it so long and don't even get them accolades so six years in to make this headway man you know and yeah it's definitely dope for me six year journey what does Gucci Gotti's Mount Rushmore look like you can cool yourself too yeah. okay if I put myself on there not all four spots not all four <laughs> spots I was gonna say it's me 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 but uh honestly if I put myself on there it'll be myself like I, I always say, I don't be wanting to be myself, put myself because I feel like I got my okay. own lane. Even better, even you know better. What I'm saying no, like better. what I did in the six years span. Yeah, I got my own. I'm over there. here. Yeah, I got the 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 Gotti Rushmore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm over here by myself. <laughs> Boom. But my four would be Hitman Holler. Mm-hmm off impact and views alone. Like, I'm going to say off views alone. Like, it don't have to be skill set or nothing. He's literally got some of the most views off every platform. You mm. know what I'm saying? He's done everything in this. Uh, we talking about uh, punching and just being somebody who punch your head off and 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 re and re, you know, re, you know, restructure the way battle rap is done today, Rum Nitty. Mm. Rum Nitty changed the way battle rap is today. Like everybody that's coming up punching is trying to punch the way Rum Nitty punches. You know what I mean? They 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 set up their bars the way he set up his bars. Uh if we talking impact alone, it would probably be Sue Sir. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like outside of battle rap, he's one of the most influential battle rappers. He his music has even made headways. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's got the impact of of uh probably more than anybody in the culture, you know what I'm saying? Like, people all over the world know who he is through his music and his battling. And then I would say Tay Rock, you know what I'm saying? As far as, like, consistency, like, being, like, number one on Smack for all them years, being able to main event, and he's still giving shots to this day, like, and he don't take a break. Like, he's probably had more battles than me this year, and he's been doing it longer than me, you know what I'm saying? I would say those four right there, impact-wise, Mount Rushmore wise, like everything wise, it would be those dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like for this generation, you know? Okay. If you yeah. go older, of course, you can go to Luke, you can go, you know what I mean? Lux, Mook, Disaster, Avert, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that'll be the top four at all time, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. for impact and everything that it is, it gotta be, uh, it's definitely gotta be Rum, it gotta be Hitman, gotta be Rock, gotta be Surf, you know what I'm saying? Word up. 
and you got your own music we mentioned earlier yeah out of nowhere too yeah are you happy with the response of that man definitely happy with the response to that man like uh, a lot of people rocking with the songs on there man rocking with the songs on there uh get get a lot of play from it out here man like you go to these local spots people playing it in the streets you know so uh, i'm definitely happy with it. i'm working on an album right now okay. finna drop called Illumigati. Uh, got a lot of production on there from my guy Jay Nari. Man, sorry, Jay Nari's all over that. Got got Larry making all the hits on there as well. THX also got some joints on there, man. I got some dope features on there, man. From from Peasy to RJ, got Sue Surf on there, got Bino on there. You know, we got a lot a lot of dope records on there. So uh, that's really what I'm focusing on right now. Just getting that uh, that rollout for that album to let people know, like you know, like I'm I'm doing this music. I just dropped a video letter to the block. The block. You know what I'm saying? That's going crazy. A lot of people being real receptive to the video and the message of the song that's on the album so that's that's really what I've been on man in this bag of just trying to like turn them like into the music yeah, like you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying like let it's them the see like, yeah. like you know y- y'all tuning in right now so let me show you what else I really do you know what I'm saying like I said I done already ran through the battle rap game so it's like it's, it's, it's uh, overdue to kind of mm-hmm. like get this music off the ground right now. Well, me. out of nowhere, you had a line too that yeah. stood out to me. You said, uh, "Your only regret is that you didn't meet Nipsey." Man, man, that's a fact. Like, uh, and I had opportunities too. So, like, uh, I only could regret that on myself. Shout out my guy J Rock, who was one of his bodyguards. You know yeah, what I'm J-Rock. saying? One of his bodyguards. They had a show. I want to believe it was like Riverside or something. And it was with Ti or it was something going on. And he entered. He like invited me. Like, yo, Nip. Because I had music I was playing back then. I gave Rock one of my stuff. Like, man, play this. And he like, man, Nip mess with that song. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? He rock with that record. You feel me? And I done, I'm talking about, I've been grinding so long that I remember going to the Chris Sauce store. I done ran into Black Sam and dropped CDs off. Wow. Things of that wow. nature. And then we got mutual partners. Like, I know cats that's out of the, the neighborhood where Nipsey is from. And like, he likewise, you know cats out of the neighborhood where I'm from. We just didn't get a chance to you know, do that. Like, mm. yo, my name is yeah. my name is. And get that kind of bond. So that, like, that's one of my biggest regrets because he icon. You know what I'm saying, and uh, he he definitely like uh, changed the game for West Coast rap, mm-hmm. changed the game for like young street dudes that's trying to like better themselves. I think his message was clear on that, like you know more so than the music, just you know just trying to like uh, educate yourself. You know he did a lot of educating, you know, and you know in uh, in more ways than just the music. But I think the music was the spearhead because if you see somebody that looked just like you, the big change, you know, the braids that look like a typical street mm-hmm. LA dude, but mm-hmm. he's talking something that you need to hear. Yep. Yep. You're more receptive to the to the information than somebody that's don't look nothing like you trying to tell it to you. You know what I'm saying? So his impact is still gonna live on. You know what I mean through yeah. through the music through the so yeah, that was probably one of my biggest, uh, like I say, uh, issues. Like man, I know, like you know, because even the letter to the block song, everybody in the comments like, oh my god, I love to hear Nipsey on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, salute, salute to the people that you know that uh, hear the music and and it reminds them of, bro. You know what I mean? I feel like I got my own sound, my own style, but I definitely uh, respect. You know what I mean? Him to the to the utmost. So mm-hmm. his music did play a part in my career as well. And before the end of the year, we got another battle lined up, right? Guys yeah. of the Arena 9? Yeah, yeah, up. yeah, yeah, man. Definitely got some more going up, man. Uh, in New York, shout out Lex Luthor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they got a, a league called I Battle. That's out of like Staten, like upstate New York, okay. where they do a lot of events up there. I got a battle coming up in Chicago, too, where it's a lot of California cats flying to Chicago mm. to do a Chicago versus L.A. event. I'm doing a one-rounder there, but a lot of the other local California guys that's on this card that they're going to put on, man. We're going against a lot of the local Chicago talent. You know, just something to kind of just keep, you know, try yeah. to keep it fresh, mm-hmm. man, because you get a lot of the same themed battles all the time, the big names versus the big names, but it's a lot of dudes that's putting in work that's on these local scenes that need these opportunities. So I try to do my best to go to these local leagues, shed light on their league, and then that also helps bring light 
to the undercore. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of like right. what I do in this. You know, you just love them road wins, man. That's it, man. <laughs> Go over there. And, you know what I'm saying? Why know, do you love them road wins, man? Why do you it mean them? more though? It mm-hmm. do mean more on yeah. the road. And battle rap is just like a uh, in, in any other sport. Like yeah. when you go to somebody's house and they heckling, they cheering against you. Silence the crowd. Silence the crowd. Yeah. And then when it's over, they like, nah, he the goat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he came over here and did that. You know that's Jordan that, that in the garden. More. Most yeah. definitely Jordan in the garden. I'd like to see a uh, Geechee guy at A Ward three. A three. Mm. Uh, we want that, though, because I feel like everybody feel like I got the second. Everybody feel like he got the first. And uh, Ward and Gotti, the boxers, had a trilogy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? Arturo Gotti and Mickey Ward. So you never know, man. You might see me at Ward one more time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You might see us one more time. Is the victory more important if it's a 3-0 or 2-1? Are you still satisfied with a 2-1? Yeah, or? we satisfied with the 2-1, but the 3-0 is the like, <laughs> yeah, the, like, yeah, you give me that 3-0, like, it means more. <laughs> like, yeah, I 30 you. It's hell harder to say I 30 you than I 2-1'd you. you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I 30 d man. You know, so yeah, them 30s split mean decisions. a lot. Yeah, we don't want no splits. We want unanimous, man. Are you impressed by yourself? With some of the bars that you come up with, yeah, give us oh, some yeah. favorites, man. Some favorites, man. My stick. favorite ones. You uh, gotta throw them away and can't. Rap yeah, them again. I just said the other day in Canada. I said, uh, no, he said wet dreams. I wet wet came dreams. From I came from nothing. That was hard. You know <laughs> what I'm dreams, saying? I literally, I literally came, from came from nothing. You know what I'm saying? That was one of mine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, the the uh, the voicemail bar. You know what I'm saying? Against surf. A lot of people like that one. Mm. Uh, the bad news when I just said they only had bad reception, no service. Yeah, that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the Antoine, the Antoine setup flips, was the whole flips, you know. That so was crazy. Like a lot of that, man. You know what I'm saying? When I battle surf the wave length, you know what I'm saying? The casket <laughs> size. So a lot of those ones for show, for show. Like, you know, I got I got a lot though. Yeah, I got a lot of quotables out there in battle rap for show. The recent one, I think you said uh it was a the French tips line. Oh yeah, you- yeah. So much residue under my fingernails, it looked like French tips. Like I said that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I, I, I could go all day, man. You know what I'm saying? We, we go all day with them. There was man. another one. It was a Marvel setup. With, yeah, man. Uh, looking uh, at the Doctor Strange. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. That's what I do, beat out, man. You yeah, know? man. <laughs> what I do, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because I'm really, I can remember them a little bit, but usually when I get off the stage, I, like, I'm one of the battle rappers, like, I can go blank, like, because yeah. I've been so, like, cramming mm, it, trying it to out. get it. I done let it all out, so it's like, you walk up to me after the battle, like, yo, what was that line? I'll be like, man, ah, ah, ah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right, I don't right. know. Then later on that night or something, it started coming back to me, but like, yeah, definitely, man, like, I'm blessed to say I'm one of the battle rappers that do got a lot of quotables, do got a lot of memorable rounds. I was known for having monumental third rounds. That's what made this last yeah. battle so monumental, because I came in the game with known, and people would always say, like, you already going down 1-0 because Geechee going to win the third. That was kind of the, my wow. theme of coming mm-hmm. up. Like, I would always win the third round no matter what. Like, the stuff I was saying the third would, would kind of, like, be the best thing said in the battle. So, yeah, man, most definitely, uh, you know I mean? I'm, I'm, uh, I'll say, I'll, I'll, so is that the strategy to make sure you have a strong first round? If you're going yeah. to lose a round, if, lose the second lose round. Lose second, yeah, You got to yeah. be ready. You got to be ready, yeah. Finish your close end, strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then now I think even the seconds, though, a lot of people try to win those second rounds now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like some people, those first rounds, you know, you get the crowd hype, but then you can kind of take them back when that second change the way the battle going. So, but like, yeah, the most important rounds to most people is that first and that third is either how you started and how you finish yeah. it. Stuff, but know. do you go back and watch the old videos or the old battles just to, like game tape? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I don't really watch a lot of other yeah. battlers. But I, when I go back and watch myself, like yeah. I will go see like where I can improve at, see what kind of lines did they receive better mm-hmm. than others. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, let me do more of this and less of this. You know, like I, I study my own game types a lot of times. Like I don't really go back and watch too much other battlers' battles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like, yeah, definitely when it's time for another a battle, I kind of go back and watch my old tapes. Like, okay, this the this the bag they want me in, so mm-hmm. let me make sure I'm in that one. Do you remember any tough punchlines that you received? 
Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> man, I done, man, I done heard so many, man. Oh my goodness, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real, man. Uh, what was it, man? Nitty said something like, you know what I'm saying? You should have, uh, you should have. He said he should have went back to the old bay. He said he said I can't even think of the line. I don't want to butcher it, but uh, he he had a he had a cold bar. You know what I'm saying? Uh, about me with the tree or something like uh like you know what I mean? a big bullet racist bias jazz you should have found the bigger tree or something yeah, like yeah. that was cold uh i had a bar when i first came up with with young grizz you know what i'm saying uh by my name being geechee geechee Gotti. you know what i'm saying a lot of people know like the geechee is a you know that's that's a that's a whole culture of people you know what mm -hmm. i mean that represent that you know so he had a line referring to that like he gonna be six feet deep but his mind on his motherland you know what i'm mm. saying like and you know what i mean like to people that know that, that, that like that line hit so yeah I done heard some of the coldest stuff yeah. in that ring against me for sure for sure yeah. have you ever bombed like choked yeah only one time man on a real one time and it was against uh Danny Myers I was uh, on a hat uh it was a one round battle and I knew I was gonna choke too <clears throat> it was like right before the battle that's why I say I don't smoke or drink no more man because right before the battle I remember somebody passed me a blunt just to hit it and I just hit and I'm like I hit the blunt and as soon as I hit it I forgot everything I was going to say. Oh, oh, and man. as soon as I forgot everything, they like, to the stage, Geechee got it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm around, like, wait, did he send this dude? What's going on? What's the whole on? I need 10 minutes. So, man, as I'm, and as I'm walking to the stage, I'm trying to remember it. I'm trying to remember it. So I'm wrapping it in my head. And every time, and, and as soon as it, like, they calling my name, I'm getting to like the middle of where I got in my head. Like I'm wrapping it in my head. And I don't remember like the middle of it. I'm like, mm. oh shit. So as I'm wrapping it, I feel it coming up like, oh man, like that's that part that I couldn't even remember as I was walking to the yeah. stage. And, and if you watch the battle, I say it like, as soon as I choke, I'm like, man, dang, right when it was cracking, like I had him, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm bombing on Danny the whole battle. And then right there I choked, but then I got it back and I ended strong. But like, yeah, that was something like, you know, that's why I need a three round with Danny, man. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make that mm. up to him. You know, the bar guy, I gotta get three, but that's the only battle in my career that I, that I choked in, yeah? So before we get out of here, what do you consider your top three victories? Mm, that's a good one. Good okay, question, that's a Thank good you, one. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Try it out here. Learn that's about battle rap today, buddy. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> of course, Loaded Lux. Mm -hmm. Loaded Lux, man, uh, pioneered the game. Yeah. It was in LA, hosted by Drake. All my people's there. It was a big battle, monumental. You know what I'm saying? That was a huge win. Probably one of my hugest wins. Easy to block, Captain. Okay. His latest one. Yeah. I feel like for everything that it did for my career, all the viralness, everything, talked about it, the matchup, what it meant, how big that was, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and probably in the same breath of an easy was the New Jersey twerk battle because mm. at that time it was the first event on Caffeine. It was the headline. Yeah. It was for the face of the new era. It meant a lot. It was a lot of stakes on that one. So, yeah, those three probably was like three of the biggest for sure. Right. So, so the bigger the stage, the, the sharper, the bigger the stage. Is. Yeah, come on. Yeah, mm -hmm. when the lights is on, I got to show up, man. I got, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to show up when the, light, when the pressure is on for sure, for sure. Well, thank you for showing up with us, man. man. I thank y'all yeah. man. This was, was dope, legendary. Man. Appreciate you, man. Yes, Appreciate sir. you, man. Big Geech. Big Geech, you got him. We in the building, man. Shout out no studio. You know what it is, man. Word up. Yeah, Rap Radar Podcast. Yeah. Rap Radar is Interval Presents original production from Hyperhouse, produced by Laura Wasser. Hosts and producers, Elliot Wilson and Brian B. Miller. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Executive producer, Paul Rosenberg. Editing and sound design by Dylan Alexander Freeman. Recording engineer, Jeremy Ogletree. Special thanks to Sade Jenkins, Tammy Kim, and Jasmine Sanchez. Operations lead, Sarah Yu. Business development lead, Sheffy Allen Swag. And marketing lead, Samara Still. 
Make sure to follow Rap Radar and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.